Welcome to the Build and Inspire podcast. We meet incredible people building amazing things, so you'll be inspired to build what you're passionate about. So I guess for folks that don't know a little bit about you, Jorge, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. My name is Jorge, and I live here in Rome, and I work for a company that gives service uh, communication services to the European Space Agency. Uh, so I've been working here in Rome for two years, but I started working as a trainee in, in Spain uh, in the office uh, for the Spanish office. So uh, the thing is that it's, this has been really my first communication job. Okay. I've been working for 11 years in a shop. But I think that's something that is important. Like I, I was a cashier for 11 years in a, in a shop in Madrid, mm-hmm. in the tourist area. And I got the chance to see a lot of people every day and, and feel people. And that, I, I use that to transfer it to, to on the online world. I love, I love that because it's funny. Sometimes I would joke like, I'm too social for social media. Like I'd rather be doing this than being on a computer talking. Right. Yeah. And I love that you started that way because people forget that all the time. Like a lot of times when people say, what should we do on social media? Like the same thing you're doing anywhere else. Talk to people like you would anywhere else. So that's, exactly. that's it, awesome. It is true. It is true. A lot of people, they, they think that it's a computer, but no, you're talking really to humans. Exactly. So did you move specifically for this job or Yeah. yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was like that. Like I, I was doing the traineeship or internship. Then they kept me for a while working, continue when the internship was over after I finished my, my graduate degree. Mm-hmm. And then um, I continued working in the shop and at the agency. And then one day I got a phone call saying, okay, we have a position for you, but it's wrong. Do you want okay. to come? And I said, all right. Because yeah. the, the thing with the agency is that it's an international organization. So. Okay. Instead of like NASA is only one country, right? But this is formed by 22 member states from all over Europe sure. and Canada. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Canada. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not a member state, but it has a special. Like, since the beginning in '75, it has a special status with the agency. Interesting. And um, so it has offices all over Europe. So there's in Madrid is where they have astronomy. Here in mm-hmm. Italy is where they have um, one type of rocket, and also. Earth observation, then astronauts are in Germany, and so on. It's all over the place. So here, it, they have a big part of the communication department, and, and I moved down here. That, that's interesting. What, why is the communications department in Rome? Any particular reason? or? Um, well, the, uh, the places um, are big or small, dependent. Um, for instance, the one in Madrid is very, very small. The, okay. the, the site, the site mm-hmm. where they, everything happens. Um, and the communication department is only two people. Here in Rome, they have more. Um, I really don't know why. Yeah. But then the biggest one, so editors, the people that write most of the articles, they are in the Netherlands, which is the biggest site. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's where they have the technology sites where they do testing for spacecraft that then they send to space. Mm-hmm. And so the most science editors, and those are the ones that are writing about stars or black holes sure. or the technology ones uh, are in, in the Netherlands. Here in, in, in Rome, the office, we have the people that they do branding, for instance, mm-hmm. or graphic design, video. That they, oh. <laughs> there's a thing called ESA Web TV and okay. here in Rome. And then they, they for me, doing social and, and also digital, because I, I publish also stuff on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they said it's remote. So. That's <laughs> so, awesome. That's yeah. cool. How's, how's your day to day like? Well, now it's weird <laughs> because sure. yeah. it's at home all the time. But usually it's, um, we have to, well, I have to go to the office, which is in the outskirts of Rome. Okay. Um, commuting, it's easy. It's only one hour. So it's oh, that's not, not bad. bad. You um, drive? Public transport. No, cars here in Rome, it's, it's, not a, it's not a good option because the thing is that Rome has a, a wall that was built by the Romans. And okay. then if you want to exit or enter the city, you have to go through these walls ah. and you have a lot of cars. So yeah. it, I think it's awful. <laughs> that, that's one of the problems here in Europe. You don't have broad streets like in the States. Sure. Yeah. We're built you for roads. All that, exactly. So it's public transport. It's a bus and a train. And then in the office, um, well, from open the computer and then start going through YouTube comments, mm-hmm. which are a lot. <laughs> oh, sure. And I can just imagine YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is something because you have a lot of people that they don't believe the the earth is round still nowadays. Oh yeah, no, it is flat, right? Yeah, some people say that, that and and a lot of them are on on YouTube and yeah, on Instagram. Uh, so first, you have to go through that. How do you and, respond uh, back to that? that do you that, respond that, at all, or you don't? Uh, well, depends. Uh, some of them, yes, because you have a lot of deniers for so many things. And then others, it's not like I've, I've tried with some. And then when you see that you have always the same response over and over and over again. Yeah. It's, not really, it's just. No, you're not going to win. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have some accounts like there was this guy who had a crazy account. He's from the southern state in the States uh, for the accent somewhere in the south. Mm-hmm. And, and he had this, this theory saying that in Africa, he, his channel is just a phone pointing to, this, to a screen, a monitor, okay. showing Google Earth, and then saying that there are things that you can see on Google Earth. And, and then he said that in Africa, there's a dragon holding a, a fish. And then you can see, and, and he's showing this, the, the Sahara Desert, and, and he's creating this pattern saying, you have here, here's the spine of the dragon. And <laughs> well, so wait, do you think these people are for real or they're just trolling? Like, they're just like... I'm going to go and just do crazy he, shit. This guy has more than 100,000 subscribers on his channel. Wow. wow. Talking about crazy stuff. Wow. And I need to start I putting out content people, like that. Yeah, no, no. See, it, 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 and he has a lot of following. And, and the, the worst thing is that the, the comments, when I went through his comments, and there, he had this, this video saying that there was an egg being fertilized by sperm in, in Africa. Oh, okay? wow. That you could see that on Google Earth. Wow. And then he, in the comment section, this guy was saying, yeah, this egg is located in Libya, which sounds like labia, like the labia menorah, menorah of the vagina. Oh, and wow. then uh, the Romans were telling us this. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's... <laughs> it, it, you know, it's mind-blowing mind at, at so many levels. That, uh, and it is part of my daily life. So at some point, you, you become desensitized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could imagine. You're just like, whatever. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. But then you do have these people and they're, they're coming together using Google, using Facebook, using Twitter, using these social platforms for coming together and talk about it. And, and they're reinforcing the, their beliefs. Yeah, and yeah I could imagine. I, I've talked to, to a guy on, on Google saying, is there something that you could do uh, to this? And he was like, freedom of speech. Like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, exactly. And yeah, fair enough. But it's, you're giving them a, 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 a place to talk. Yeah. 
No, I know. And the problem is that it's the algorithms to the algorithms are good and bad because it just reinforces exactly what they're looking for. So there's a lot of confirmation bias. So if I'm always looking up flat earth stuff, guess what? More flat earth videos are going to be showing to me. And then all I see around me is flat earth. And then I go to someone else. I'm like, everything you see on the internet is about flat earth, right? But no, everything you see on the internet is about flat earth because it just keeps serving you the same algorithm. Excuse me, the algorithm keeps serving you the same kind of stuff. That's interesting. Do you ever see, because this happens on brands where other folks will actually come and fight on your behalf. Do you see that in the comments? Like someone else like, hey, I'm a scientist or I'm not a scientist and I just know facts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no, they do. They do. Um, For instance, right now, just publish a story on Instagram where um, with satellite data, uh we've seen well with scientists have seen mm-hmm. that the levels of nitrile dioxide in europe has been going down through the lockdown okay uh, and it, it's still down so they try they're trying to confirm if there's a correlation or not between sure. the data and, and the lockdown compared to a year before uh and then some people they have nasty comments other people say that they link it to climate change and you have the climate change denier. There's a whole other thing, yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> and then some people do come and they say, look, this you have some evidence here. But then the, the others come and they send other evidence that it's yeah. not really evidence. And then you have that. That's so you have funny. That, there are some hot topics being climate change, flat earth, or the, the spacewalk never happened. Well, the moon, the moon and the spacewalks, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the, then that's not ESA, that, that's NASA. So sure. I've talked to some of the NASA folks and they, they, they're, <laughs> they have to go through that. That's and, yeah. I feel like you guys, have you ever thought about this or have done this in the past? Just lean into it. Be like, no, you're right, but shh. <laughs> that, <laughs> like would be a good direct messaging them. that would be a good April Fool's Day. But, but the no, problem is yeah. that the organizations, they, they sometimes... I'm like, should I do this? Should I? Not yeah, do this? no, you. Yeah, it's it's much different. Excuse me, than running a brand or something like that. You, yeah. But sometimes it's good to take the risks. And, and, and yeah, again, oh, hundred percent. This is an organization that is publicly funded. One hundred percent. Everything is paid by taxpayers. Yeah. So I think that it's important to. And um, personally, I am very lucky because I'm taking care mostly of YouTube and, and Instagram. And on Instagram. I have a lot of freedom doing the things yeah. that I want to do. And I've been playing around and, and, and doing stuff that most of my colleagues would not do on, on Twitter or Facebook. Interesting. And, and it's paying off because there, there's a lot of interaction in the account. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's something that I'm happy. No, your, your agency, your content, I think is primed for Instagram, right? Like Yeah, it is. Images yeah. of everything from space to the technology going up to space to just folks working in the labs. And I think it's just probably that's, yeah, I love when we have an astronaut on the ISS because yeah. we have so many pictures and, and sometimes I'm like, can we get a picture of the moon, please? Like when I did, I did the request for the Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year. And I said, could, could you ask the astronaut, if you can take a picture of the moon for us from that's, space? <laughs> that's awesome. It, 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 yeah, it is quite something. Really. Do, you, do you ever get a chance to talk to them directly and say like, can we get this? Can we get that? Or is it kind of just no, fun? Not on, when there's space, no, because they're super busy. They yeah. work a lot and they only have some time during their free time to, to yeah. do some stuff for communication. And they always have a person, a contact point on earth to, to do that work. Yeah. You can't have like someone like you or me be like, hey, can I, can I get a tweet about this? 
Um, they do. I mean, they, they do have a person that is taking care of their accounts on Earth while they're because they send pictures, but they of course they cannot tweet it. Interesting. But their their information yeah. has to. I mean, their, their accounts they have to be active. Yeah, they still and, yeah. And some depends on the astronaut, but some are more involved with their accounts than others. For instance, one of our female, but the only female astronaut that Isa has at the moment, she said that because she doesn't have time to take care of Facebook, she doesn't want to to use Facebook anymore. So yeah. she's only focusing on on Twitter. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah. so it's very, yeah, they, it's, it's, astronauts are, are something, something else. That's funny. How about the scientists around the world and around Europe? Are they constantly like feeding you information or do you have ones that are kind of like, oh, I really, I have this new discovery or I am working on this new project. Like we'd love to tell the world about it or does that never happen or? No, no, it does. It does happen. One of the things that I do try to do is to keep up with the private messages on Instagram. Okay. And a lot of them are coming in and people are saying, uh, I'm publishing these, or could you please follow us, or could you please promote us? And um, I have so much content in my hands. Yeah, right? That's a good problem. From the agency. And then uh-huh. some of this work is, space is all about cooperation. And that's one of the things that I like about space. Yeah. You do have to work together to, to achieve things. Like Americans and Russians, they have to travel together because yep. at, until, up until May, there was no spacecraft that was sending Americans from American soil. Yeah. So even though there was problems in, with, between the governments, they have to keep talking. In that part. Space. And, and the same for science. So um, most of the time there's, there's an editor that is writing an article about a specific topic or a specific discovery, like the case for, for NO2. But then this NO2 study was performed by uh, an agency in the Netherlands. So mm. We have to talk about the collaboration that's happening there. Also, we have it's a, it's an important thing to show that the taxpayers' money is put to use to something yeah. that is important. So it's it's also to show that the payback of the investment that you do with your taxpayers. With your that taxpayers. that makes sense. How what kind of what would you say? What kind of content does that the best? Mm, uh, well, that really depends on the channel. I do see a lot of difference. I guess it would be the same for any brand, but mm-hmm. um, on Instagram, people, because of the nature of the channel, it's more about just scrolling. Yeah, cool <laughs> photos, like, videos, like, yeah. Yes. So it's mostly about pretty pictures and, and, and that. Uh, whereas on YouTube, for instance, that they do want something that is more insightful and mm. more in-depth. Longer form. Yes, and but but also with with more content on Instagram, they don't care. Like yesterday, I published a picture of the moon, and most people didn't notice that it was taken from space. They were saying, yeah. oh, "This is a crappy picture of the moon." And then I was like, "Yeah, but he took it well on a spacecraft moving." Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is not as easy as to do from Earth. Mm-hmm. And um, on YouTube, they're like, "Oh, this video is nice, but I would love to see something more insightful, like yeah. m- more more information." Um, but. It, yeah, it's the, the the channel says a lot about about what the people want. That's that's amazing. Now, do you find that a? I imagine obviously you're learning a lot about science. Did you always have an interest in science throughout your life? Yeah, uh, I grew up in Lanzarote in the Canary Islands, okay. where the it's, there are seven, well, eight islands now, and the the sky is protected because they have telescopes in one of the islands. Okay, so the light pollution has to be very low. The levels mm-hmm. very low. And because they're in the middle of the Atlantic, there's no much going on regarding to light pollution. So I've always seen the, the stars from there. When I was a kid, my mom, she, 
she drove me to this castle in in the capital city mm. of the island mm. and uh, we went to to these talks done by astronomers and then we went upstairs to to see through telescopes the, sure. the stars and the planets and it was really cool that's amazing you just fell in love with it yeah yeah i mean when when you go out and you look up and you have the sky full of stars it's just there yeah you know what's funny i i grew up here in new york city actually new jersey but right next to new york city and you can't really see the stars here at all. So I remember when I was younger and I would be taught, like people used to navigate with the stars, I'd be like, that's impossible. And I remember the first time I left and I went to the desert and I saw all the stars. I'm like, there are stars out there? Yeah, <laughs> you know? it is quite something, right? It's like that, that story when there was a blackout, I think it was in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. then people were calling and saying, I see these lights in the sky. And people were saying, these are the stars. Yeah, this is, this is what it should look like. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Now, I feel like you're probably just obviously learning about science day in, day out. Do you feel that you need to kind of have an eye or a pulse on what's happening in science in general? And then you post that content, um, you know, first and then kind of have to decide overall or is there someone else deciding what to prioritize overall? Um, The agency does have, uh, I mean, for instance, next week or the following uh, 24th. Uh, see, 24th is the anniversary of Hubble. Okay. Uh, it's turning 30. So, of course, now a lot of the content is going to be Hubble-related. Makes sense. Not only because the images are just breathtaking because yeah. it's showing the universe, but, of course, there's going to be a focus on that. Um, the previous weekend, it was the Human Spaceflight Day um, because it was the anniversary of Judy Gagarin doing the first flight orbit around mm. Earth. So when there's an event like that, there's a focus on, on that kind of content. Yeah, I'm prioritizing that. Uh, um, so th- this last week, it was about the moon because it was the anniversary of Apollo 13. Okay. Um, again, although it was not an ESA program, um, NASA and ESA, they've been working together. And, and there's some moon rocks that are, have been studied in, here in Europe. Oh, so, it, yeah, it's important to, to show what's current and what's newsworthy. But the good thing about space is that it's something that we're always learning new stuff all the time. Yeah, there's always something. Yeah, yeah. And, and also the good thing that the agency does so many things. So it's Earth observation and astronomy and then technology development. Yeah. And then they, they, they launch um, an app with through because another thing is that you can, there's a business incubator center in different countries okay. that are linked to the agency. So oh, interesting. It, yeah, if you have a company, you, if you can use space data, uh, they, they help you and they give you money to, to open or to develop that. that That's thing. awesome. It is. So this company in the UK, they launch an album <laughs> of, of techno and house music. I love it. That's through a, an app that's that amazing. was using satellite data from, from ESA. That's awesome. So some people, they do have weird, not, not weird, but, but yeah, unique. original things, yeah. Yeah, things that, that they're doing. I love that. I love that a lot. Do you have, you know, I, I'm more familiar with NASA, obviously being from the States. So a lot of things that are happening here are based on privatization, right? Like Elon Musk and SpaceX. Yeah. Is that something similar that's happening at uh, ESA? The private sector is part of it. Um, but the way it works here, it's a little bit different, particularly because European, you have 22 countries with 22 laws. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that makes it difficult. 
Um, but there, there's some private sector here in Europe, but it's not. I mean, the, the investment done in the States is way much bigger than it is here in Europe. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, for, for everything. But coming from the idea that the U.S. has more money. Yeah. But then um, the way it works um, here, ESA, the, the agency, it, it gets money from member states and then uh, it has to distribute the money through different countries. So the way it works is that you're part of the, of the group, so you have to pay a membership. A yeah, it makes sense. Based on your GDP. And then if you put more money, you get more things back. So if your country puts extra money for a mission to go to Mars, then the industry in that country is going to get the contracts for building this uh, specific thing. Interesting. Okay. In so, the states, it's similar with, with different states. NASA does. I, the, I didn't even know that either. States. Okay. I didn't know that. I heard a lot of things related to the private sector was that I think like in the past when Boeing used to develop a lot of rockets and technology, they didn't necessarily own that technology or that patent. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think like NASA owned it. But now with like SpaceX and a lot of different like Virgin, Atlantic and all that kind of good stuff that's happening, I think they get to own that patent and then reuse it in the future. I don't know about the details of the contract, but it, it really depends on the kind of contract that you're doing. So for instance, if you're doing a contract for a mission that's going to Mars, mm-hmm. if it's done usually by the agency, the agency owns the final product, but then it's, then it's putting money into different producers for the different components of that machine. Got it. And those can be created solely by this company. So then I think the, the, the design and everything belongs to the company. But then the U.S. belongs to the like. There's so many yeah, I can um, corners to to all these things. Like it's very interesting. I I became part of ESA through a master's in international relations. And mm. um, so all the international relations and the relations they're building to build something to go to space are so complex that it's super hard to keep up with all everything. Oh uh, yeah, I could imagine. I mean, so it's only really you doing it. No, no, the, this, the, the, this part of communication, the digital communication, it, we are around two, three, if you take into account my boss, for the corporate accounts. Then okay. you have other accounts that they've been taken care of by other people. Makes sense. So the science, communicate, the science account has been taken care of by the science editors because they are scientists and they do know yeah. how to write and how to Yeah, the subject matter experts. You yeah. can have me writing about like science. <laughs> Yeah, no, or me, it would yeah. be like, I mean, there's something that we could do if we learn, because uh, you, when you're working on it on a daily basis, you do learn about it. Yes. So yeah. I, I bet you, you will be able to do something. Yeah. But to do something that it's in depth, it would be, it would be hard. Yeah, I could imagine. Do you ever have to work with them perhaps to make it understandable by the general public? Like a lot of times it happens to us, right? Like as marketers, I may be talking to my girlfriend and I'm like, I just use the million acronyms and things that I don't think anybody outside of marketing would understand. So do you ever look at their content or what they want to post and say, all right, we're going to change it and we're going to do this. I, what I do is I adapt it to different audience. So uh, they, the, the way they write this stuff, it's already thinking of the general public. Okay, good. That, that is the, the whole idea of the corporate channel. Then you have the science tech website where they do go into the detail of the algorithm or the, that, that it's yeah. the, super, super tricky to, to read sometimes. 
Antaf. Uh, so the, the way that I, the things that I do is that I try to make it attractive for a younger audience mm. in, in my case. So I try to play or try to, to make a hook somehow on Instagram to, to make people click on that, read more, mm, like it. Uh, to, to go for, for more information. And sometimes it works, other times it doesn't work. One thing that I've been doing now that, that we are at home and not in lockdown mm-hmm. is that I've been doing this ESA quiz, Stay Home Edition. Okay. So I, I, I show myself because I think it's important to, to show a face Agreed. to the company. Yeah. And, uh, and I say, hello, let's do this. And there's a different topic every day. And it's using the sticker, the, the quiz sticker on Instagram. Yeah. And what is this? So what, what number should be for that? And, and people are, are engaging a lot. And, and people, awesome. a lot of people, I'm getting a lot of private messages saying, thank you very much for this because this keeps me busy. Yeah. Or I'm looking forward for this time of the day because that's awesome. a way of, of learning. Yeah, it, it really, that's, that's one of the, the highlights for, for me at a personal level because when the, the other day a guy was saying, thank you so, and I say my name, thank you Jorge so much for, for doing this because it's been a hard time for me. And this is, is a moment that I'm thinking about That's space sure. and I'm traveling somewhere in the universe. And, and it's very, very nice. And also I think it's important to do because, again, it's a public organization and, yeah. and we're doing this because of you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's awesome because that satisfies so many different things like the agency's goals. I mean, it helps. That's awesome for you to be able to do that with folks, right? And they see you as a way to support. But, but how them. is it? How is it for for a company? Because I've never had the chance to do digital for for a company, mm-hmm. and I guess that should be different, right? Because a lot of people come with complaints. Other people come so. Yeah. No. It's 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 not that different for a company, and especially now, like what you mentioned, how things are happening due to the coronavirus. Like a lot of things are what we would say lower tech, right? And just getting on the computer and talking, right? And interacting with folks and getting feedback with folks. And we're looking for cool, creative ways of getting out there. And a lot of times it's maybe looking back at old content and looking back at things that we've produced in the past that A, did well and we want to reuse or didn't do well and we want to reuse or just older stuff because no one's going out and having studio time, right? To create elaborate videos. So we're seeing a lot of different brands doing things like that as well. And people are loving it. Yeah, because it feels more authentic, right? Which is super important. You got it. I think it's always about authenticity, right? It comes down to not what we say, but how we say it. And particularly the the brands that I work on and the things I'm involved in, we want to be empathetic. We want to be authentic and be there for folks. This is not the time to sell. You know, this is not the time to sell anything, which I think a lot of brands earlier on have stumbled and have been called out on. Is that like, why are you trying to sell me this right now? Like, do you understand that I can't even get to the supermarket, that I can't do X, Y, Z? Like, so it's an interesting perspective. So it's not that different than what you're doing, just like being there for folks. And we have this platform, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're lucky that we can talk to them and give that moment that they feel that they're, they're having something good in their life. You got it. And I think that's what people are asking for too. And one of the things in the past that we used to always get asked is like when I worked on Oreo specifically, it's like, does anybody care about what an Oreo has to say about X, Y, Z? And maybe not, but like you mentioned, like there's a platform and we could be part of someone's enjoyment and part of someone's life. Like why not? We have 20 over at the time we had over 20 million followers. 
why wouldn't we be involved in different kinds of conversations? Of course. And you are part of their life in a way. I mean, yeah. you are the cookie that you've been eating since you were a kid. Yeah, exactly. So they have that affinity. And then same thing with space, right? Like for pretty much anybody alive right now, space has always been part of their life in one way or another, right? Yeah, I mean, we all live in tiny rock that's orbiting that star. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, it's flat, the Earth, but no. <laughs> Yeah, some people say. Yeah, yeah. This is funny. If anybody records this and like promotes it, this is the one thing they'll cut out. Like Leo says, the Earth is flat. Yeah, they, they might. I've seen I've seen stuff like that being done already. Oh, like sure. Twisting, twisting videos for 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 their own game. Yeah, or now with artificial intelligence, they have like the deep yeah. fakes where you could yeah. have anybody saying anything. I know, like they have ones of like politicians and other folks just completely saying anything they want that was based on the algorithm that the AI was able to produce. Yeah, that, that, that will make everything interesting, but uh, in the future, because now you see it, like a lot of people are using WhatsApp to send messages or, yeah. or any private message to send these videos of news here. Or, like the, the thing here in Italy, they were saying that there were dolphins in Venice when they were never in Venice. They were in a different part of Italy. Oh. And that spread all over the world. I've seen it in the news in some countries. Uh, um, and yeah. So that's, this thing is going to be yeah. the next level. No, of course not. And like no one double checks or only reads the title, right? Yeah. So I bet you that you have to be careful with that too when you guys are publishing things in from a digital perspective. Like the title probably should grab your attention, but also, I don't know, share more information. How has that changed when you're writing titles and things like that? Yeah. Uh, for, for instance, for YouTube, um, I, I was lucky enough that I became one of, the, well, I, not, not me as a person, but Isa became part of the, the partners of YouTube. So we, in this case, me, I had this, this online class with a person working in, in Google, okay. YouTube in, in London. And that was amazing because he taught me a lot about how to think for publishing a video on YouTube. And of course, I didn't have the power to produce the videos. And the, most yeah. of the videos are produced somewhere else in Europe. And they are not thought for YouTube. The, the main goal is to be shown on, on broadcasting or on, on TV. Mm. But um, there are ways that I can change the title or the description or something in the video that it will make it more attractive for YouTube. So the algorithm picks it up and then it shows it to, most, to more people. And that's been working a lot, like like big, big, big time. Like when I took over the account, there were two years ago, there were 125,000 subscribers, I think. And now we are 570,000 subscribers. I mean, oh, wow, that's a huge increase. See, considering YouTube is not the place where you grow a lot. Yeah. And, and again, most of the content is not for YouTube. Yeah. And sometimes I have to have the struggle saying, why haven't you published this on YouTube? I'm like, it's only. 30 second animation do you really yeah so it's not going to work and that has no audio nor anything it's just a map yeah it's beautiful but it doesn't say anything to this kind of audience interesting yeah and i guess a lot of big because at the brand side really any any social media job i've ever had or digital communications job uh, a lot of it is educating folks internally which i love so i imagine it's no different for you right like post this but then you have to be like well actually you know, YouTube doesn't allow, I'm making things up, but like YouTube doesn't allow less than 30 seconds. And, but like 15, 30 seconds are good for Facebook stories or Instagram stories. So I imagine that's still I, a big I part of your job. Data because a lot of these people being scientists, uh, yeah, like, that makes data, analytics. yeah, that makes, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Are any specific tools you guys use? 
Uh, well, for YouTube, mm-hmm. it's YouTube. <laughs> so yeah. nothing. Uh, and then now things are changing because of GDPR. Here mm-hmm. in Europe, we have GDPR, but then yeah. the agency being uh, our international organization with member states, international relations, relations with other countries, uh, it's even stronger. Um, mm-hmm. So they are things are changing internally for getting information from different sources. So it's it's something that it's it's there, but it's getting. I mean, I I agree that it's important to keep things private. Yeah. But then, as a person that works with this information, yeah, you want, yeah, you're you have, um, yeah, it's polarizing. Like, I want more so I can reach you, but then as a personal individual, you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing on the brand side of things, and generally speaking. But but here in the states, you you have different things compared depending on the state, right? Because YouTube, the, all of a sudden, they were like, according to the state of California, there is no law we have to make. Yeah, yes, but it's mostly based on California. Like California is the one that's pretty much leading the way when it comes to that. The rest of the states aren't as vigorous right now or as in depth related to California. So I think a lot of folks, a lot of states, are kind of just following California's lead. Um, when I worked in technology specifically, like social media marketing tools, we would look at was it Ireland? I think Ireland has like one of the, the best laws for protection and we'd kind of follow that. Or when I worked internationally, so I used to work with Mondelez in Milan, mm-hmm. uh, Zurich and all that kind of stuff. And they said, as long as we follow the rules that I think, I'm pretty sure it was Ireland, Ireland follows, we'd be good again across the, uh, the rest of the EU. Well, yeah. now they're getting even tougher and tougher and tougher. Yeah, I'm not keeping up with the ones in the EU, but I, I could only imagine, right? Like, and like you said, you have to follow each and every single state because you're an international organization. So I could imagine you're reading up every single day on like what's happening, what's not happening. See, see, see you have to keep up with, with everything everywhere. The good thing is that there's a team, a big team uh, with lawyers in, in Paris. They are dealing with, with that and they're trying to create... Uh, a way of for us to work on, on there on it. So yeah, but um, sometimes it's even hard to, to find a tool that it complies with all the rules that you yes. have to set because they have to adjust their own software. <laughs> to yeah, our you, yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, actually, just this just popped up. Are you guys using influencers at all? In a way, but mm, yes and no. So Isa cannot pay because uh, it's an inter- it's taxpayers' money, so we mm. cannot pay uh, someone to 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 say something about. It. But for instance, in December there was a movie premiered in France. It's a French movie about an astronaut, a female astronaut, and she was trained as an Isa astronaut. So it was a way of showing the brand of Isa um, through these actress in yeah. her social media campaigns. Then they did a thing with this video game um, that it was an EA video game, um, Mass something. Mass, Mass Effect, is it? Yeah, Mass Effect, Mass Effect. And they invited gamers from different parts of Europe to come That's to true. the Astronaut Center in Cologne. And, and they came and they did the, the YouTube videos and, and one of the, the gamers, he's from France and he has like millions of followers everywhere. Yeah. And they did that, but it was done through EA, not through ESA. Got it. It's like a third party. Yes, but we've been we've been talking to to YouTubers, for instance, so we can help them with like science YouTubers, so we can provide information and they can use that for their own videos. So so we can help them in that way. Yeah, 
That's amazing. I, yeah. You just give them the information, enable them to exactly. share that good information. Yeah, and have in contact with, with the scientists for us so they can confirm something and that's something that, that could help them for their video. That's awesome. Do you find that a lot of scientists perhaps that work within your organization and the agency also have their own social presence or not so they much? They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some, some of them do. Some of them are very vocal. Wow. And sometimes like, you should not say this. You should. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. sometimes happens. That's awesome. Do they usually engage with you guys too, or no? Not I mean, not with me directly. Like I'm, yeah. I'm the, the last person to be there. Yeah. Uh, but but sometimes they they sometimes they do say things that ahead of time when they shouldn't have. Said oh, that. I see. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you have to keep them. And then other times it happens with TV. Like there was a before working for the agency. One of the biggest features that they did, and the reason why I, I applied for the internship, was that they landed a spacecraft on a comet that was thousands of millions of billions of miles away from, from wow. Earth, and it landed there. And then the main scientist, uh, he was talking for to TVs, um, and he was wearing this this T-shirt with pinup girls, and wow. the T-shirt was more commented than the event itself yeah. in some, in some yeah. places. And people were hating on him, saying that he was a misogynist because you had this pin-up girls in him. And he's, I mean, I met him afterwards, and he's the, one of the most cuddliest person I've ever met. Yeah. He's super, in, super intelligent. He's a, a, a strummer. But, but people sometimes, they, they focus on that rather than, yeah. than that stuff. So. Yeah, and I guess you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he was nervous to get on TV or... He, he never thought. He never thought of that. Like he was wearing the, the the shirt that he was going to wear. He never thought of TV at the time. I think, and I never talked yeah. to him about this. Uh, but then people took it. The, the wrong, people watching took it the, the wrong way. Yeah. No. That, I guess that, that's interesting. I guess do you guys do media training for some of the scientists and make sure that they're. Some people do do get that, that training, yes. Because it, when you are a spokesperson, you you do have to know how to. But at a personal level. I believe this is not something that I've seen in the agency, but seeing people, most of the time, Americans, they do communicate way much better than Europeans okay. when you're talking to, to an open forum. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's something that I've seen in different, different levels. Yeah, no, 100%. I could imagine, like, I'd be nervous being you if someone, I'm like, oh my gosh, they said something, and all of a sudden, you are literally causing an international event, right? Like, I don't know, some scientist from France says, we're going to be focusing on this, and all of a sudden, someone in Switzerland sees it and says, wait, what? We've put more money in here. What are they doing focusing on that? Like, all of a sudden, some president's phone number is, uh, phone is ringing, right? And like, See, no, that, that definitely happens. Yeah, some, some people, but it happens usually before something goes live. So most okay. of the time, content is, is shared and prepared and, and people have to approve and, and to see, to, to avoid any problem. Because in the end, you, you are working for everybody and you yeah. have to, to think about it, all the people involved, all the parties involved. Yeah. Are there any stories that where this happened that you can share or? Uh, no, no, really no. <laughs> I could share now, at a personal level. I, I'm, again, I'm very lucky because I don't have to. I publish content that it's been already approved, so Got I don't have to go through this approved yeah. loop. But I do share an office with one of, of the editors, and and sometimes she wants to. She has an article that she's been writing for and rewriting for months. Sometimes, wow. 
Wow. Because it takes that much time for it to be approved because this person has to add this and then the person has to add that. So sometimes it does take a lot of time to, to approve the content. But I'm lucky because it's already approved when I, I have to publish it. I yeah, it makes sense. Say people, hey, it's published, come here. Yeah, yeah. That, hey, I, I don't know. I posted it. It was already posted on a blog or something right? yeah. or in the news. That's interesting. Are you saying, so you mentioned NASA. Are you in communication with them at all? This year, we launched together a um, spacecraft that it, it is on its way to the sun right now, mm-hmm. uh, Solar Orbiter, and I went to, to Kennedy Space Center to, oh, nice. to, do, the, to work um, for the communication of that launch. So that was the first time that I had to work with them directly. Uh, I've, I've always been commenting, not, not always, but I've been commenting their posts on Instagram saying, hey, hi, and trying to create this, this romance between the two agencies. Yeah. And, and people have picked it up, and, and we were once in common by celebs on, on Instagram. Okay. Which was something That's that awesome. I didn't know about this page until someone, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, sometimes do, we do have to work together um, because the, there are missions that are happening together. For instance, sure. in the astronauts and and when they are going to the ISS, International Space Station, they they have to, both the Europeans, the Americans, and the Russians, all of them, they have to work together to train in, in Russia, in Japan as well, because yeah. Japan is part of the, the station, in, in the States, in Europe. So it's you have to, to come together and to, to talk about stuff in kind of the same way. That's amazing. No, and that's fantastic. I social media allows for that, like that interconnectivity. You could just retweet someone or like a post or just comment. And it's, it's very similar to brand Twitter now, where in the past, you know, brands never talked to one another. Now all of a sudden you have Wendy's talking to Burger King and Burger King talking to Taco Bell and so on and so on. Yes. So. I was inspired by that. Actually, when I started seeing these, these threats, I was like, come on, we should do something. About that. Yeah. Why not? And then yeah. have some, random agency starts tweeting at you and that's probably in this and not even space agencies, right? Maybe some other agency could pop in and start talking to you. Yeah. I mean, the, you do see a difference. We are lucky in the sense that most people love what we do and love space, but yeah. I've seen sometimes the European space, the European EU, EU, the European commission account. And I wouldn't like to work with um, for them because they get so much hate. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> I, I could imagine there's definitely some some government agencies that you would not want to work for. See, I mean, I, I would love to, because I do believe in Europe and, and all that, but I it will be tough at a, at a personal level to, to receive so much hate on a daily basis. Yes, and then what are you going to do? Yeah, no, that's, uh, you can look at it as a different opportunity. It would be good to do that maybe for a little bit and see. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> no, but, but, and that, in that regard, I, I'm very lucky because most of the haters, uh, it's amazing. Know haters, it's just trolls that, that, or people that say that we are just liars. Yeah. <laughs> no spacewalk ever happened. No moonwalk ever happened. See, uh, see. <laughs> so that, that is the, 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 the worst thing that could happen to, to us. Yeah, it makes sense. That's interesting. I, do you guys have like crisis communication protocols and things like that ready set yeah, up? Yeah, of course, of like course. I mean, when you have a rocket, which is <laughs> something that is going to explode. Yeah, yeah. You, you do, you do have to have them. Yes, but they are they are curated for each specific um, event that is going to happen. Yes, it makes sense. I imagine your job is like a twenty four hour job. <laughs> <It> is, yes. <laughs> Yes. 
and and also because launch sites are in they're now in Europe. So yeah, so different we, time zones. Europe has one. The European spaceport is in French Guiana, which is French territory in South America, close to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kazakhstan, which is in 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 um, uh, Kazakhstan. So that the Baikonur, which is in Kazakhstan, which is in the steep, the Siberian steep. Uh, so Central Asia. Yeah. And then the states when when someone launches from from Florida. Uh, so yeah, you have to have when there's a lunch and it's at night here. Sometimes we have to stay awake. Yeah, no, it makes that makes perfect sense. There's a 24 hour cycle for you. Sometimes pulling an all niner to uh, oh, what, even when I was in Florida because it happened at 10 11 p.m. Then we have to publish the video so people here in Europe were working processing the video when it was five in the morning here six in the morning uh-huh. and then they sent me the video to Florida and I had to put, put it on YouTube them, yeah. and it was <laughs> that's one of the things with, with digital that you can be anywhere in the world yeah and together that's that's it is amazing right like now people could get the news that they need or want right within seconds yeah that's yeah, yeah. That, it's something that is big and that's why I always love it I remember the first time that I went to the internet, it was 1998. Okay. And it was, of course, a a modem that you have to call and, and of course, the phone didn't work. Yeah, that. And and I went to NASA, of course, to NASA.gov was the first website that I ever went to. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, And that feeling of openness and no borders is something that I always love. And now there are borders on the internet. Sure. Uh, but VPNs uh, are for that, right? <laughs> no, no. So that, that brings me to the interesting topic that you and I talked about, like online communication as a, as a public service. So I would love your, your thoughts on that. What do you think that means? And how's that changing for the good or the bad? I, I do think that it's important, particularly for an agency, but again, also for, for a brand, because we are part of society. Yeah. In different we have ways, these big platforms. Exactly. So, in in these platforms, you have the chance to talk directly to people, and and to give back to to communities, mm. and to like again the thing that I'm doing with the quizzes on Instagram. Like I started doing it because I said people might be bored at home, so it yeah. could be a nice way of doing it. And I put my face because I, I thought because I, I, usually in the stories I'm I'm not there. It's yeah. just a te- text and that's it. Or, or an image of an astronaut or something like that. But I, I thought people, some people are, I live alone in a tiny apartment by mm-hmm. myself and there are more people like that. So yeah, some people might appreciate having a face, although it's mine, so it's not, I'm not Brad Payton, <laughs> but it's just a, a friendly face that could be there. No, I, I agree. Seeing, like you, we said earlier, the human connection, that there is someone behind this account. You know, it's so easy to just imagine that it's, I don't know, just like some corporate drone robot tweeting things or Instagram, but it's, it's you, right? It's you out there like in your apartment and connecting with folks. Yeah. And sometimes even uh, some of the comments that were negative saying like, I don't like this guy. This guy's annoying. You're always and, and I, I commented and I said, okay, thank you for, for your feedback. Why, what would you change? Or, and, and they were honest and they were saying, I would think that he, so they were, they were not haters for, for the hate. It was Got like, it, which is great. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because that's what I would imagine. I mean, my initial emotional reaction when you said, I'm like, oh, whatever, forget them. <laughs> yeah, I, at, the, I, at the beginning, I was like, maybe, but then I was like, no, I think it's important also to, to listen to, to this kind of criticism. Agreed. 
That that's amazing. I mean, there's only listening to. I was taught this by an early early mentor. Uh, I want the negative news, not the positive news. The negative news is what helps me become better. Positive news doesn't necessarily help me become better. And a lot of times you'll have people say, I love it, but they don't really have an idea. If they say they don't love it, why? Like, how can I change it? And like, yeah, yeah, that's helped me out a lot. Just in life in general, like, oh, tell me what you didn't like about this. And they're like, oh, this is what I don't like. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's super important too. Um, But not everybody is ready or open to, to this kind of criticism. And I think as someone that works with people, you have to be ready for that. Yeah. I also, um, one thing that I learned was, I was taught to me, um, by Brian Wiener is also making them comfortable sharing that information with me. So I'm from New Jersey. Uh, if you're familiar with the Jersey shore, I used to have like the big hair yeah. like that. <laughs> so I, in some presentations, I'd have like a picture of me with that and say, you can make fun of my hair if you want. And then they would laugh and be like, Oh yeah, you did have crappy hair. So then they got kind of comfortable telling me negative news. Which, is, which obviously is much different for like a big brand or space agency. But but it is the same at different yeah. levels, but it is the same. It's true. You made them comfortable. And by responding back, you made them comfortable by, yeah, that's true. 100%. You have the opportunity to have that one-in-one exchange and better yourself. Yeah. Now, do you feel from like the public service perspective, are there perhaps, there's probably agencies that are not getting enough funding to have the communication have the public service happening, right? Like in EU in general or in Italy. Are there ones that you yeah. could think of that, that should have more? Um, I, I think some 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 people don't believe that it's important to to communicate stuff uh, to the to the others because that we just need the money to do the things. Yeah. And that's the only thing that matters, right? We need the money to to create this program for whatever it is, and that's all that matters. But I, uh, being a communicator and a person that, yeah. that has studied communication, I know that it is important also to people, for, for people to know where, where that money is going to. 100%. Yeah. And same for brands. Like, it's, if you are putting money to buy this product, why, uh, why am I doing this? Only because I like it and it's a good quality? Yes, but also there's something more because my grandfather used to buy it for me or, or whatever yeah. it is. So it is very important to to that. And regarding funding now, I after this, it will be a different world. So I don't know. Yeah. But after this point, um, yes, sometimes it would be better to to have better tools or better 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 funding. Yeah, yes. to, to to do to do good work because sometimes. One thing that I would love to do is to try to, we have 22 member states with a lot of languages. Mm-hmm. And I would love to, to talk to people to say, do you speak German? Do you speak French? Do you speak Spanish? Do you speak? And, and we don't have the, the opportunity to, to cover all, for all of that. Okay, because there will be 22 languages. Sure, yeah, it'd be very difficult. Yeah, and cost a lot of money, right, to have the translation. Yeah. Right, translate. You can't go to Google Translate. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and I've seen that also in some, in yes. some instances. No, but uh, so we do have languages, language service. So we do provide communication in different languages, but mostly on Twitter. Uh, and I started with Twitter Spain. I, I started helping to, to the person that was taking care of that account um, in Spanish. Okay. And um, so that we do, but 
we cannot cover everything in all the languages. Yeah. And that is that is sad in a way because you're you're leaving out some people that they don't speak English. Yeah, that's true. No, that that makes perfect sense. But yeah, having more funding would help with that. It, it would, yeah. But also it would help to put more resources to go to Mars or to go to the moon yes. or to so yeah. so yeah, the, the thing with funding it's very tricky then. No, but I would imagine at least like for your communication, right? It's like um circle. For instance, like the more people know about it, the more people are engaging with you, the more likely they are to vote more money in, so on and so on. So the maybe more money you'll get, better the tweets, the more people you reach, the more money yeah. hopefully you'll get in the future. It could be, it could be like that. The, the thing is that when, I, for what I feel <laughs> mm-hmm. here in Europe, I, I do feel like people love NASA everywhere in the world, right? Yeah. Like, well, I used to work in this shop and there was a shop upstairs that it's called Primer, which is a very cheap brand. Okay. And they sell t-shirts for, for 99 cents. Mm-hmm. And, and they have NASA t-shirts that they were selling NASA t-shirts wow. in, in that for one euro. So one buck. Yeah. Uh, so the, their brand is so present and people think of space and they think of America and they think uh, that the Americans have put it, they, they put the man on the moon. They, 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 yeah. And a lot of people don't think of space as, as being international because sure. you have Europe with visa, you have Canada as well, yeah. you have Russia. Japan, China. Yeah. Although China, it's a mostly military. Um, it comes through the, the budget comes through the military okay. uh, ministry, so it's it's different. But but also they do they do have um, like civilian programs. Yeah, so yeah, you have a lot of countries that are involved in space, um, but still NASA has the lead in. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I think uh, H&M had like NASA shirts that were exactly. selling out and stuff. You see, it started with H&M and then it went to, to, to Primer, which is the cheapest. Yeah, yeah, like any, everyone was doing it. See, so that is something that um, to, to me makes it, it doesn't make it hard, um, but it's it, sometimes it's hard to to say to people hey we and you with your taxes you are a european person and with your taxes you're paying and and i started working for isa and nobody in the shop that i work knew about the european space agency and oh, wow. their tax money is going to this agency yeah that's interesting i mean which is also an amazing opportunity for you to to make them see aware. i did it on, on a one-on-one level <laughs> that, that instance. yeah yeah uh, but but yeah 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 it is true that it does help. But then also you have the the thing with Europe, which is fascinating, is that each country it's so peculiar, and each country yeah, uses platforms in a completely different way. Yeah, and and it, it is in, super interesting. It but is interesting. then it's hard. Yeah, no, I could even from like a uh, content distribution perspective. Um, I'm making up these stats, but maybe in the in London, you have a lot of people using WhatsApp, right? But then in Spain, you have a lot of people using Facebook. And then here and there, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, where do you put your, your funding in, right? And where do you focus on? I can imagine that's... Yeah. It, it is the case. It is the case. Uh, in the States, although it's different depending on the States, and you have also the, the, time, the time thing, which is here. There's only one, one time zone. Well, two time zones, you consider Ireland and the UK mm-hmm. and Portugal. But uh, the, each country uses platforms in a different ways. Some countries, some people are not on social media. Yeah. Italy is a very old country, a very whole country, and they do love their social media, the younger generations. But then you have demographics that you're not going to reach because they are not using social media. They are on the radio. Sure, and they're voting. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why you also have to have a presence on, on traditional media. Makes sense. No, I'm big on uh, traditional media. But then yeah. Spain, for instance, they do love their social media. Like it's a country that spends a lot of time on social. And, and then Germany, they're so concerned about privacy that a lot of Germans, they are not on Facebook or in any Facebook platform whatsoever because yeah, they're Instagram, WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they do Telegram if they do, or they have a German messaging app that they use. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. That's a whole other piece of complexity that you need to now think about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is. But, but that it's what makes things in, like my, they, I try to keep up also, although sometimes it's hard, but I do sign up to a lot of webinars and okay. listen to podcasts like yours, uh, that, yours, I just find out, but, but, but it, it is something that I try to, to listen to, to hear what's going on, not only in science, but also in the, in the world of communication and yeah. digital communication, because it's, it's evolving so fast. Oh, it's completely evolving so fast. New laws, new regulations, new features. You know, it's, it's hard. It's one of the hardest things I've always said about this particular job. I could be at a dinner party and someone would be like, do you know Facebook does this? And I'm like, no. They're like, it came out yesterday. I'm like, I got to sleep. For you. <laughs> yeah. For you. Because sometimes that, that doesn't happen too. to you. Like, I don't have this feature. I want this feature yes. and I don't have it. That happens a lot. Or like, I have it on mine. And I'm like, nope, not on mine. <laughs> I, that, that's one of the things, like the, the other day, I wanted to, to put a, a song on, in one of the quizzes, a Muse song, and I didn't have the music uh, sticker on the ESA account. I yeah. had this sticker on my personal account, I could put music, but not on the European Yeah, not on that one. Like, so frustrated, I was like, this would have been so perfect. Yep. No, I've, I've run into that quite a bit, just in my whole life, right? Or it was worse in the past when like there were new social networks coming out all the time where people were like, do you know about this? And you know about that? You know about that? I'm like, I've never heard of any of them. And they're like, don't you get paid for this? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. And now it's, although it seems homogeneous, but I think there will be after this, there will be a new world because people are now more, getting more comfortable with digital. Yeah. A hundred percent. Let's yeah, let it, video, but like video talks, like we, you and I are doing right now, like Zoom, for instance. Like, yeah. who heard, I, I haven't heard about Zoom before. Oh, really? I've used it for webinars, but but that was yeah, it. yeah. But now, yeah, no, now Zoom has skyrocketed. Now, uh, like Conan and a bunch of like the late night show hosts are doing this. Yeah, I was just talking to my girlfriend about it yesterday night. I'm like, my podcast in a way is no different than what Conan and all these other folks are doing, like Jimmy Kimball. It's exactly the same thing, and now. The world is going to change drastically. Yeah. Which I, I think it's a good segue. How have you seen for you personally in the agency and the work that you do, how has coronavirus impacted that? I mean, you mentioned a little bit about like, you know, now you're doing videos and things, um, but anything else that you're seeing? I mean, most of us are working from home. Yeah. Uh, only the essential workers are at the agency. Um, because some spacecraft are in space and you yeah. cannot put space <laughs> in the standstill. Uh, so some people, they have to be, like in Germany, it's where they have the mission control center and they mm-hmm. have to be there. And astronauts came from, from space on Friday. Yeah, yeah. They came from the, from the ISS, three astronauts. Um, so we, are, we keep working and we keep, our, we're, we're doing things. But of course it has impacted some of the, the missions, yes. Um, sure. And uh, in different levels, Some, sometimes it's because you cannot get the data as easily. 
Okay. Because you need uh, some of this data is super heavy, and yeah. at the agency we have a special, but no special internet, but super fast internet. Yeah. And here it takes me three minutes to. I have yeah. um, like um, fiber, but mm-hmm. it takes three minutes to upload a, a video, a three minute long video. In at the agency, it's like seconds. Like wow. <laughs> blink of an eye, okay. it's already on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's already. Yeah. So sometimes it, you have that problem. Um, but apart from that, we are lucky, and, and lucky is the best word to, to describe it, that mm-hmm. we can continue to work uh, uh, from home. Uh, I, I like the way the, the word in Italian, in Italian, it's not teleworking, it's smart working. And oh, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never heard that before. Me neither. I, I kept listening to it on the radio. I was like, wow. Smart working. I'm going to start using yeah. that here now. It's, it makes sense, right? Yeah, it does make sense. So, so yeah, it, it, is, it does have an impact. But also at the same time, the one thing that they, has been done, they, they, they made this call for ideas at internal communication, and I think mm-hmm. it was a great move coming from internal communication, for, to ask people instead of the agency, what do you think we could do to help as the agency people with coronavirus? And they came with different ideas, and they were voted, and they are going to start to, to implement them. That's amazing. How did that take yeah. place? That take place at all on digital as well? Did you ask people to vote? Yeah, or? everything was done digitally. Oh, all digital. Oh, wow. Internal communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. of course. Because we are all like, uh, there would be twenty people working right now in, in the site where I work, where usually wow. we are five hundred people. Oh, 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 wow, that's huge. In, in the Netherlands, it's three thousand people working there. Oh, wow, it's, it's huge. Like like a small town. Yeah, like, yeah. They're the place, they're different buildings and everything, and and it's mostly empty because yeah, there's we are not allowed to move because distancing. most of the countries that in the Netherlands people can can move around, but here in Italy we cannot leave our apartments only to go to the supermarket. Yeah, and if your job is considered essential, sure, you like can a doctor, go, but if or, not, yeah. you have to remain home. Interesting. How did so, you um? So you put out the I guess a bunch of forms. Maybe had people send direct messages and how did you actually facilitate that it was done through the internal communications tool they okay. they have their own tools and they they've been creating their their own platforms the website as well there's an internet and the, the oh, nice. that. and it, it, it's been done for that and i think it was a great move and and the people they gave great ideas i mean we have engineers we have scientists bright minds yeah <laughs> so of course they do have ideas to, of ways that people can, can figuring this stuff out data. yeah yeah, yeah. So, so that was a nice thing to do. And it was a way of putting people together also at, a, at this site level. So here in Italy, yeah. they, they make a donation fund so people can give money to a hospital. Although Italy okay. does have a really good public health system, okay. but still some, some hospitals, they, they, are, they need more resources to, sure, to yeah, buy the medical equipment. So they, they put together this fund and, and then they give the money to the hospital. So it was really well. Wow, that in the, in the local town where the the site is. That's amazing. I didn't even know that was happening. I, but a lot of people. Most of this is happening at an internal level, which is, of course, not, not communicated to the external world. Yeah, it makes sense. But again, communication has to be done when ESA has yeah ten thousand people working or more, and I'm a contractor. I'm not. I'm not a staff. But uh, Got it. so the the thing is that we are so many as well that it's important to communicate to the community that you have working for you. Yeah, that's true, and then. Like you said, like you have scientists and other folks in your environment that have their own social media and stuff, and they could help be the influencers in the world and share this information out. Yeah. It's interesting. So 
when you're um, smart working now, you're smart working, you're creating these videos uh, where you're showing your face when Corona is over and we're in the world becomes, you know, normal. Yeah. The new norm. The new norm. Right. Do you see yourself continuing to do these videos or? Uh, maybe probably, uh, um, people, people do ask, people do say, can you please keep doing this forever? It does take a lot of time. Sure. <laughs> like usually it takes, cause I, I am the person that is going through the website and trying to and come in. Like one of my colleagues, he's been kind enough to provide some questions for four quizzes, but for the rest of them, I've been making them myself and I have to research and to find that, that the, pro- the proper length, uh, the, the distance between Mars, uh, the Earth, and Mercury, for instance, that one was was a question that it was a tricky one because okay. their planets are moving. So yeah, they, yeah, that's they true. They have the same length, same distance, uh, depending on the time of the year. So it takes a lot of time. But yeah. considering that it does help people, I might do it or at least change it. Sure. Also, because I do not see an end to to this a real end to this until there's a vaccine, right? Yeah, agreed. But I think it's going to take a while. Yes, agreed. No, I, 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 communication is changing in a very interesting, positive way. I think, like we were saying earlier, now people like Conan or Jimmy Kimmel, people are watching them because they're interesting people talking about interesting things. They're funny. Uh, you know, people that follow you, they want the information. It doesn't have to be polished. Yeah. Right. In the past, everything had to be like a multi-million dollar studio with a multi-million dollar camera. Now we're doing things on our iPhone and it's working just as well, right? I still watch Conan. I still want to see what my favorite brands are doing. Of course, of course. Yeah, so I I see this only changing from a positive and the world changing from that perspective. So I could see you doing more of these and maybe maybe people wanting more of you and your face. See, uh, maybe maybe try to do something, do do the next step, but still I need to figure that out. Well, well, that would be... Uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I, one thing that I want to do is to, to keep people involved. So the, the, the first thing that I did for the agency as a, as a trainee, I created an Instagram account okay. called your ESA, where I create a community of people. That. That's great. That That's great. They, I only publish pictures of people that they've, you, they've taken themselves and they've tagged with their hashtag your ESA, right? That's amazing. And the bet that's I'm super proud of that. Although it, that's not a huge following. And since I've been taking care now of the main ESA account, I don't have the time to go into much work with that account. Yeah. But still, like there was a kid in Brooklyn who was 14 who was start talking to this guy in Australia on the different settings that you can put in your camera to take a picture of the moon through a telescope. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Some people they've met in real life because of this account. Oh, wow. So that that's something that I'm super happy because, again, space it, we are we are part of, so we're, all of it. we're made of moon dust. We yeah. are we live in this rocket and in this rock that is orbiting the the sun, and and it's part of all of us. And and if we can come together, like this is the thing that can make us all come together. And one of the things that I also like to do there is that I say thank you to each person in their own language. That's amazing. So, and I like to celebrate plurality and. and so one thing that, for instance, now next week is the beginning of Ramadan. So I will create a post. Ramadan is marked by the lunar calendar. So I will create a post about Ramadan. That's amazing. So, same when it was uh, the Peshach for, for the Hebrew community or when uh, the Jewish community or yeah. the Easter for Catholics. And now today is Easter for, for the Orthodox. So I try to, because although we do think differently, we are 
part of the human race. And, and yeah, agreed. And we are, do we do pay taxes to the agency because some, sometimes one of the posts that we've got most hate from where when we publish something for women in STEM or science and space and LGBTQ plus mm. um, post because a lot of the people that they do say you shouldn't post about this this has nothing to do with science and then we're like but no because we are we all of us are yeah. part of this no, it makes sense. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, to use your term, you used uh, global citizen, right? A global citizen perspective. And I couldn't agree more. And as you mentioned, also space touches and everything that you're doing touches every single aspect of our life, right? There are, from my understanding, from my research, and there are, you know, there are different, they're sending plants up to space and different tests and that have nothing to do with like science, right? Like they want to yeah. see how certain molecules maybe interact in space and like, how does this work or that work? So literally there's no aspect of the human life that you don't touch. See, see, see. And, and also it's important to have different points of view. When you go, when you tackle any science, you have to have broadest mind to, yes. to come to all these different points to, to, to come to, to that conclusion, right? And if we all think the same way, then we, we are close in our minds. We have to be open to anything. And it's important to, to, to celebrate this diversity that we do have on Earth. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And it's nice to have the opportunity to have these platforms where you can yes. share and, and, and do things like that. Do you have any folks that are just completely anti-space? Like, we're spending too much money on this. We should just be spending money. Yes, of course. But m- most of them, they, they are no vocal because they, they, don't, they don't follow us, no? Yeah. But, but some people do, yeah. Some people, mo- mostly on YouTube, they, they do say that this is a waste of money. We should be giving food to people in Africa yeah. or... or and uh, some of the content is produced in a way that it's trying to to give answers to these people because working in space that is done research when you send people to the space station and they are doing research there is research that they cannot do here on earth because the the lack of not the lack but the microgravity situation it's something that it's super uh, expensive to do here on earth yeah so and you can create foams that then then they increase i published a video about this last week that's why i have this fresh <laughs> but they, they increase the shelf life of, of medicines for instance oh, okay so you're of a foam that has been studied in space wow something that again yeah, anyway, i wouldn't even have thought it. i wouldn't even been able to make that up yeah or for the food industry or for, for the foam that you put when you shave like that some of that has been tested in space wow and then it's it has a a use here on earth as well yeah i never thought about that or I know the things that I'm more aware of are like particularly like mining perhaps in on the moon or something like. Yeah, no, asteroid mining. That is something that would be the next stage that would be interesting. Again, I started working for ESA through international relations. And right now, as of today, space is, con- is under the international law of international space law that it was signed by UN member states in the 60s, right? Okay. Um, so space belongs to everyone. There yeah. should be no commercial use of space whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's not allowed right yeah. now. Right. But now there are countries that they're passing laws that they say, if you have the capabilities, you can go. 
Yeah. And some countries are specialized in, in these laws, passing these laws. So these companies, they go to their country. So in a way, they have money. Yeah, it makes sense. And the ones that are saying if you have the capabilities are obviously the ones that have the capabilities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so that would be something because I don't know if you've watched the show. I, I finished it yesterday. So on Apple TV Plus, they have now some shows for free. And For All Mankind is one of the shows that is Oh, free. no, I never heard of it. It's I was really, really impressed by it. It's a show that... Uh, it shows this past where the Soviets arrived to the moon before the Americans. Oh, interesting. And okay. It's, the premise is super interesting. It's filmed like a movie. It's, it's very, very cool. Yeah, check and it out. It made me think a lot about the things that, because had the Soviets had arrived first, had the Soviets put a woman on the moon first, uh, then things in America were, were pushed because of the Soviets and, and the Cold yeah, War, yeah, right? Yeah. According to the show. So that would be an interesting thing. Really and, and maybe something like that, will, but not, I hope not a war, but something like that will happen with, with companies saying, okay, now we, have, we can mine on the moon, we can mine on asteroids, let's go, and we will make money out of that. But again, would that be fair? Because most of the space science was funded by public funding from NASA, from the USSR, from Russia, from, from Europe. Yeah, that's and interesting. they're using technology that it's publicly funded to gain some personal gain, then... Yeah, it's a weird... It has some ethical implications there as well that are interested, nevertheless. Yeah, I know that it's very interesting to see how that unfolds. Are there any new technologies or projects that are you particularly excited about? Obviously, you mentioned there's um, the, the study of the sun and so on and so on. Are there anything cool new things that are... Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I would love to happen while I'm working for ESA is to, to send humans on the moon again. Okay. And that's one of the things that uh, will happen in the following decade. So in the, in the 20s, 2020, yeah. so this decade. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe not to put people on the moon, but yes, close to the moon. So the, the, one of the lunar missions will be between NASA, ESA, the Canadian Space Agency, JAXA, will be to put an outpost on the moon, around the moon, orbiting the moon, that will be mm. called Gateway. And uh, that would be interesting to have a space station around the moon. And then sending people to Mars. But that's something that, again, we are not already there. I mean, we, we, we need probably 20 years or more until we have the technology to send someone that is yeah. able to come back safely. Yeah, it makes sense. Didn't Elon Musk say it will happen in like eight years, 10 years? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he, he's a good public speaker. Yeah. But when it comes to, to science, I mean, he has a lot of people that are working with him. But yeah. There's some things that it would be great, but it's it's space is very hard. There are so many yeah, things course. that you need to to consider to when you put something out there. No, and one imagine. of the things is radiation, and we are not able to to shield ourselves for eight months or six months. That uh, the trip that takes a person to put from Earth to to Mars. So eight months of constant radiation coming from the sun and then the cosmos, the rest of the cosmos. Yeah. If you arrive to, to Mars, you will have a cancer for sure. Right wow. now, the technology that we have now. So yeah. we, we need a lot and, and there's a lot of trial and error, and error that you have to, to test before. Interesting. So are you excited or do you like people like Elon Musk out there kind of speaking and do you see that as a positive or a negative? It is good because people do talk about space. And I, at a personal level, I believe that it's very important because our star will die eventually, like all stars do. And when that happens, the Earth will die. Yeah. That, that would be the moment when the Earth will die. And it will disappear because it will be burned by, by the sun, right? And if we want to survive as a species, 
we need to become interstellar, at least interplanetary. Yeah. So I do believe that it's important that humans, if we want to survive as a race, <laughs> we need to do it. And evolve, we, we need to, to leave this planet. So it's, an, it's a good thing that there's people talking about space. It's a good thing that they're producing movies about space or TV shows about space. Yeah. Because that creates that imagination. And, and a kid that is watching, then they, he could be like, hey, I love space. I want to become an engineer. Or I want to become an astronaut. Or, and that, which is one of the, the most common questions that I get on Instagram. How can I become an astronaut? That's awesome. And I have to, and I do reply. And they're like, oh, I never thought that you would reply to me. That's amazing. Uh, and that, that is very important because those are the people that will, send, will vote to politicians that yeah. they consider space as an important thing. And, and they will be the next people that will take people to Mars and, and beyond. So it is, it is important, yes. But then also sometimes you have people that they have a lot of ego. And when the ego comes in the way, it's not good. Yeah, that's at every level, right? <laughs> True. Yes. Well... Anything else you want to share before we... I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm having a lot of fun talking to you. Yeah, no, this is amazing. If there's anything else you want to talk about, we could talk about for another five hours if you want. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this has, been, this has been amazing and hopefully we could do it again. Maybe yeah. we'll do it again the next couple of weeks, a month from now. And yeah, sure. Uh, maybe, when we see the, when all these things are going with the end of coronavirus or not. <laughs> yeah, no, we should. Let's, let's put it on the books. Like when we get yeah. off of this, let's... Let's schedule some more time. I had an amazing time. I can't wait to put this yeah, out and have everyone understand a little bit more about what you do, what the agency does, and how exciting space is. It, it is, yeah, because it, it's for it's for all of us. We this guy said it, uh, and I always forget his name, but he he said that we're all made up out of moon dust, and, and it is true. We we yeah. are molecules that were created by by stars that exploded billions of years ago. That's true. I mean, yeah. You know, like you said, you were just a rock floating through space, and I mean, there's last so week we, we we had this spacecraft passing by. It's on its way up to Venus now, but its its final destination is Mercury, and it passed by Earth, and we got these images taken by the spacecraft coming towards Earth, and then passing by, and then leaving Earth, and you see the moon as a tiny pixel. Okay, and when I I got these images at, at last Saturday at one in the morning is when I, when I put them on the website. When I saw that, I had this feeling in my bones that yeah, it's yeah. something. Like, our last one says that it's called the overview effect. When you go to space and you see Earth. From yeah, outside. I've heard about that. Uh, and, and I had, a, of course, I have not been to space, but I had that, that feeling of, of falling into an abyss, but also at the same time saying, like, this is so cool because we are all there. That's all of us. And yeah. then the rest is just dark emptiness that's crazy and that no. is humbling and i think it's an important thing to to think because we are a lot and we do mean a lot but at the same time we're nothing yes no i like that a lot i yeah i love that there's a similar thought i forgot where it exactly comes from but like everything is important but then also means nothing at the same time True. And I, I love that idea and that thought like it's important but it's not you know and being able to see pictures from space and how we're just like this little marble. See, it is humbling. It, it, it is amazing. It, it really is. And it's humbling. And, and that's why I, I do what I do because I think that it's very important that people do, do get this idea. Of we are all 
one race, one human race, we all share this tiny planet. Yeah. We should care about each other. Agreed. We shouldn't hate each other because what is the point? And yeah. we're all in this together. And it's something that has been said a lot these days, but 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 it's true. It is true. Agreed. And like you said, like uh, looking at it from a global sp- perspective, from a space perspective, there's no other way to look at it than that we are just one race and just need to do the best to treat each other correctly and do what we can because we are a little marble. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, Jorge... Gracias. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course.